Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for this special podcast on COVID-19. This podcast provides an opportunity to listen as we share the latest on COVID-19 with our resident experts. My name is Vicki Basilega, and I am the Director of the Clinical Specialists and Scientists section here at ASHP, and I will be your today's host for today's special edition episode. Today, we'll be chatting with Dr. Caitlin Watson, Founder and Executive Director of Disaster Pharmacy Solutions, and Dr. Libby McCourt, Senior Consultant of Disaster Pharmacy Solutions. When they aren't consulting for disaster pharmacy solutions, Caitlin works as a postdoctoral research fellow at the University of Alberta, and Libby is a pharmacist research manager in Queensland, Australia. Thanks so much for joining us today, Caitlin and Libby. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, so let's get started talking about the roles and responsibilities for pharmacists in disaster planning, preparedness, response, and recovery. So before we dive into those topics, could you tell me a little bit more about how you got involved in disaster pharmacy and what are your doctoral studies? Yeah, so for me, I got into disaster pharmacy research when I started looking for a volunteer organization and I discovered that pharmacists weren't, there wasn't much interest for us to have a role. And I started wondering whether pharmacists belonged in disaster health management to begin with. And if so, what was their roles and responsibilities? which then led to my PhD research and then into the business as well. Yeah, and from me, so I was at a conference, the Federation of International Pharmacists over in Germany in 2015, and I remember going to a session on emergency and disaster pharmacy where we had an amazing pharmacist talking about their experience in Ebola and how they'd helped their community, and they'd done all this extra stuff that was just above and beyond, and it was just so amazing to hear, and when I got back home to Australia, I thought, would pharmacists in Australia respond in this way? How would we respond to an outbreak of something like Ebola? Would we sort of team together like that pharmacist did, or how would it work here? And so that really led me to my PhD topic in the preparedness of pharmacists for disasters. So it really nicely aligned with the work that Caitlin was doing. And we were very lucky to sort of work really closely throughout our PhD years together and share a lot of ideas and do a lot of stuff together. It's always exciting to find uh, your inspiration, especially when you are um, looking to make an impact in pharmacy practice. And it really kind of sounds like you essentially forged your own pathway to prove the value of our profession. Can you tell me a little bit more about the international study and its scope? Yeah, so definitely for me, I wasn't looking to, you know, find a new path in pharmacy practice. It kind of, I like to say, found me. So for very different reasons, Libby and I both ended up in this researching of disaster and emergency pharmacy. To me, I found that pharmacists did have a place in disasters uh, and disaster health management, but I really wanted to know what their roles and responsibilities were. So this led to that international study, which was a Delphi study, and it looked at getting consensus from international experts around what the roles of pharmacists could or should be during any type of disaster, including pandemics. So this made up one factorial um, studies. And so the international experts were from disaster management, healthcare, pharmacy practice backgrounds, and they came to consensus three roles that they believe that pharmacists could and should be undertaking in any type of disaster. And these hazards span across the four disaster phases, so your prevention and mitigation, preparedness, which is what this module uh, and this course is about, response, and then recovery. 
So this has become even more relevant now with COVID-19 pandemic, as pharmacists are recognised for their essential and frontline services. So really the next step is having this prepared and resilient pharmacy workforce that's ready to fulfil these roles and to continue to meet the needs of society. So can you tell me a little bit how you became first aware of ASHP? Yeah, so I think, and it might come as a surprise to probably not you guys, but for us, when we were starting our research journey and learning about disasters and how pharmacists fit into that puzzle, we really like America's very much leading the way in that. So they have um, disaster pharmacists quite embedded in the health system. They have really good narratives around what pharmacists do in disasters. So we really look to them to sort of see like what could we be doing in Australia and even more broadly internationally in terms of pharmacists in disasters. And ASHP just sort of fit into that. There was sort of the supporting documents around how health system pharmacists fit into disasters and emergencies. And I think the pandemic workshop that has been incorporated into ASHP's certificate is just a prime example of how leading they are in this area. So I understand that you have developed an interactive exercise module that fits into the comprehensive 25-hour ASHP pandemic and crisis management certificate program. Could you tell us a little bit more about this? Yes, this is really exciting. Uh, So this module consists of a hypothetical pandemic scenario So pharmacists are asked to use their place of work's pandemic plan to navigate this scenario. So this module exercise, it gives you the opportunity to really workshop and to test your plan and how how would you respond to a potential pandemic, both personally as well as professionally, but it gives you this opportunity in a safe learning environment. It will help to identify areas where we could perhaps increase our preparedness or increase our individual and collective resilience as a pharmacy workforce in pandemics. So in emergencies, we have to make this best decision with the information we have at the time. So just like in real life, the choices we make have consequences. So this is reflected in the realistic pandemic scenario in the workshop that slowly evolves as you go. So we're really excited for everything this as part of the course. Can you tell me a little bit more about why emergency preparedness training is so valuable for pharmacists? Yeah, definitely. So unless you are in a disaster or a pandemic, it's really challenging to actually improve those skills. And I'm sure a lot of us have a a great deal of experience with pandemic management now that we are actually living through a pandemic. But before that, there wasn't really a lot of way that you could gain experience in that area without actually being exposed. So A workshop is a really great chance to sort of like test your pandemic plans or what you might do or your own skills in a safe space where you may not have those sort of big consequences of real life, but you can still have fake consequences that we work into the module. And it's also appropriate for all levels. So we see this a lot in Australia where we have these disaster exercises and things like that. And we have these sort of only like high level people involved in them, not necessarily our sort of frontline junior pharmacists. So that the workshop's also been crafted in that way in that we can have our directors of pharmacy or our leads in the pharmacy profession, but we can also have those sort of people that are new to the area, our residents, our interns, stuff like that, who can also see how they fit into the plan and sort of test their knowledge a little bit. And it fits in with a lot of other topics like medication safety, ethics, supply issues. So it's a really great workshop um, and tests a lot of different 
aspects of pandemic management and planning and disasters more broadly as well. I feel like, you know, if we're going to have a disaster, it's going to be at, you know, seven o'clock on a, on a Tuesday where leadership might not necessarily be there. So I, I like the idea that you integrate all levels from trainees to C-suite level. That's great. Before we go, I'd like to share some of the resources that ASHP has developed and the ways that ASHP is working to help their members manage whatever comes their way. First, be sure to check out ASHP's full line of professional certificate programs found at ashp.org, which offers customized and focused training on a myriad of pertinent topics to practitioners, including the one you heard about today, the Crisis and Pandemic Management Certificate, launching March 24th. ASHP has also developed policy recommendations for policymakers. Ask your legislators to support ASHP's COVID-19 recommendations by sending an email using the Online Advocacy Center at advocate.ashp.org. Be kind to your mind. Headspace is now the exclusive meditation and mindfulness app for ASHP members. With Headspace, you can learn the life-changing skills of meditation and mindfulness in just a few minutes a day. Studies have shown that meditation helps reduce stress and burnout in health professionals while boosting happiness, compassion, resilience, and overall life satisfaction. Search Headspace on the ASHP.org website for more information on how to redeem this member benefit. That's all the time we have today. I want to thank Caitlin and Libby for joining us today to discuss crisis and pandemic management planning and ACP's efforts to provide pharmacists with the most up-to-date lessons learned and resources. Be sure to subscribe to ASHP's podcast as we'll be posting more on lessons learned, practice, and continuing therapeutic management of COVID-19. I'm Vicki Vasilega, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.